Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just 10 minutes. If you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and your favourite podcast app. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. So, it's the 25th of June 2020, so let's get into the news. First up in the news this week, Microsoft is shutting down its Mixer live streaming platform in July, and they're going to partner with Facebook Gaming instead. This one comes from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. So Microsoft will be shutting down its struggling video game live streaming platform Mixer on the 22nd of July and partnering with Facebook Gaming in its stead. Mixer initially launched under the name Beam in 2016 and was rapidly acquired by Microsoft, who rebranded the platform with its current moniker the following year. However, despite the company's concerted efforts to boost the popularity of its service, which included signing up hugely popular Fortnite streamer Tyler Ninja Blevins as a Mixer exclusive in 2019, its live streaming venture struggled against competition from Twitch, YouTube and Facebook Gaming. And now, less than a year on from the high-profile hiring of Blevins, Microsoft is ready to concede defeat in its own live streaming efforts. Mixer will officially cease operations next month and Mixer partners and streamers will transition to Facebook Gaming starting this week. In an interview with The Verge discussing Microsoft's new live streaming strategy, head of gaming Phil Spencer acknowledged the company started pretty far behind in terms of where Mixer's monthly active viewers were compared to some of the big players out there, and explained the decision to partner with Facebook Gaming was, in a large part, a matter of scale. When we think about xCloud and the opportunity to unlock gameplay for our 2 billion players, we know it's going to be critically important that our services find a large audience, and Facebook clearly gives us that opportunity, Spencer explained. Microsoft is undoubtedly hoping its xCloud gaming streaming service, which will be integrated in Xbox Game Pass later this year, will gain an immediate advantage over similar offerings, such as Google's beleaguered Stadia by piggybacking onto Facebook's massive existing user base, ensuring it won't be forced to fight its way up from last place, as was the case with Mixer. Outside xCloud, Spencer said he believes streamers will also benefit from Facebook's expanded reach, although The Verge notes high-profile Mixer exclusive partners such as Ninja and Shroud will now be free to rejoin Twitch or other services if they choose not to migrate with Facebook Gaming. Neither has spoken on their future plans at the time of creation. Next up in the news, after more than 20 years of waiting, we're finally getting Crash Bandicoot 4. This one comes from Tyler Lyles out of The Verge. So after more than a 20 year wait, a true sequel to 1998's Crash Bandicoot Warped is coming to PS4 and Xbox One on October the 2nd. Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time picks up decades after the events of Warped, back when he defeated antagonist Neo Cortex, Dr. Entropy and Yuka Yuka and left them stranded in a distant planet. The sequel picks up with the trio escaping, resulting in a rip in the fabric of space and time. Taking inspiration from the original PlayStation trilogy, the game will be a platformer and the trailer shows that we're going to be spinning and jumping our way through enemies and over bottomless pits while also collecting Wumpa fruits. But it will also add new gameplay mechanics to refresh the classic formula such as wall running, rope swinging, rail grinding and quantum masks which appear to allow the fuzzy marsupials to run on the ceiling or slow down time. Leading the development for the sequel is Toys for Bob, the developer of Spyro Reignited Trilogy. It seems the Crash Bandicoot sequel is in good hands given Toys for Bob did such a good remaster of the first three Spyro games and provided an exceptional Nintendo Switch port of Crash Insane Trilogy. Fans of the original Crash Bandicoot Trilogy have long waited for a true sequel that rivals the first three instalments. 
In the 2000s, the series went through an identity crisis, a variety of developers releasing 15 new crash games, including kart racers, a hack and slash, an RPG, but many of them failed to recapture what made the original trilogy great. In recent years, the interest in a new crash game sparked conversation following a cameo in Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and then the release of Crash Insane Trilogy in 2017, which sold over 10 million copies as of February 2019. Well, next up in the news, Xbox Game Pass adds four great indies in late June. This one comes from Austin Goslin, out of Polygon. Xbox Game Pass has already added quite a few solid games in June, but Microsoft has a few more treats for its subscribers. At the end of the month, Game Pass subscribers will get four new indie games as part of the service. On the 24th of June, Night Call arrived on Xbox One and Xbox Game Pass. The game follows a Parisian cab driver working the night shift as he slowly uncovers a mystery using small conversations with his riders. Sci-fi thriller Observation casts players as an AI on board a derelict spaceship will be available for Game Pass subscribers both on PC and console to download on June the 25th. In the game, the players will have to help Dr. Emma Fisher as she investigates the ship and unravel what went wrong. Also coming on the 25th is Streets of Rogue, a roguelite that replaces dark and dingy dungeons with a procedurally generated city. And finally, there's The Messenger, a platformer about a ninja travelling through a cursed world to save his clan from a demon army. The Messenger also comes to Game Pass on the 25th of June. With new games on the way, a few games are leaving Game Pass as well at the end of this month, and here are the games leaving Xbox Game Pass on the 30th of June. So we've got Battlefield Gothic Armada, that's on PC, we've got Die for Valhalla, also on PC, Life is Strange 2, that's on console, and then the rest here are on console and PC, so we've got Metal Slug X, Metro Exodus, Neon Chrome, Shadow Tactics Blades of Shogun, Steamworld Dig 2, and Flame in the Flood. Next up in the news, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, a Cyberpunk 2077 anime has been announced. This comes from Joe Scribbles from IGN. So Cyberpunk Edge Runners, an anime set in the universe of Cyberpunk 2077, has been announced for release on Netflix in 2022. Announced during today's Night City Wire broadcast, Edge Runners will be set in the game's Night City, but will focus on different characters with a different story. According to a press release, Edge Runners tells a standalone 10-episode story about a street kid trying to survive in a technology and body modification obsessed city of the future. Having everything to lose, he chooses to stay alive by becoming an Edge Runner, a mercenary outlaw also known as a cyberpunk. CD Projekt Red will act as a producer on the series, with Studio Trigger working as the animation studio. Hiroyuki Imiyashi, who brought us Gurren Lagann, Kill la Kill and Promare, is going to be directing. Silent Hill composer Akira Yamaoka will compose the score. Cyberpunk 2077 game director Adam Badowski has said, We're so excited to finally reveal that we're working on anime in the cyberpunk world. We devoured just about all the cyberpunk fiction there is to watch, read and play. And it's a genre that leaves so much room for creativity and has such a strong influence on us. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is our love letter to cyberpunk as a whole and stories told in animated form. Studio Trigger CEO Masahiko Otsuka added, We at Trigger are thrilled to work with CG Project Red to create a brand new story set in the world of the highly anticipated Cyberpunk 2077. It's a huge challenge to adapt the universe into an anime, but we're eager to face it head on. I've always loved cyberpunk as a genre, but always found it difficult to create as an original work. This is why I'm really excited to be working with CD Projekt Red on this project. 
Won't be easy to please both game and anime fans, but I love a challenge, and I'm looking forward to the production. We'll do our best to meet and exceed expectations. Next up in the news, Rogue Legacy 2 Early Access arrives on July 23rd. This one comes from Dan Tak out of Game Informer. So Rogue Legacy is getting a sequel and today Celador Games announced an early access date showed off gameplay in a new trailer. On July the 23rd you can play Rogue Legacy 2 on both the Epic Game Store and Steam. If you remember the first game you play as a constantly changing lineage of characters so they die in roguelike dungeon runs. Unlike many other roguelikes, permanent progression aspects are very powerful, so anyone can eventually overcome the dungeon crawling chaos with boosts and buffs making the series one of the most accessible within the wider genre. And finally in the news today, the Steam Summer Sale has finally started. This one is from Fraser Brown out of PC Gamer. So the Steam Summer Sale has arrived, barely giving us a moment to collect ourselves after facing the Summer Games Festival 900 demos. This year, your purchases will net you points that can be spent in the creatively named Point Ship. <laughs> it boasts a bunch of Summer Sale tat-like animated stickers, backgrounds and avatars. There'll be backgrounds and other items from various games too, which you can also pick up with points. You can also claim free animated stickers from a road trip destination over the next fortnight. If you spend $30 or the equivalent in your region, you'll save an additional $5. And you can start hunting down deals now, and the sale will run until 10am PDT on July the 9th. Steam's also got an explainer for the point shop. So I'm just having a look through Steam at the moment on my PC, and I can see Borderlands 3, that's got 50% off. We've got Terraria, that's got 50% off, and that's like £3.49. Stardew Valley, 40% off. Tabletop Simulators, 50% off. Jackbox Party Pack, that's 30% off, and that's a really, really good lockdown game. Planet Coaster, 75% off. Total Warhammer 2, 66% off. Wow, there's loads of stuff there. So go over to Steam, check out all those deals, and let me know what you think. Well, thank you so much for watching and listening, and for more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, and you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a patron, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games, where you can sign up for some rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features. Check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information, and thanks again. I'll see you soon.